Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I'm very excited about this episode where we will continue to talk about creating a goal journal. And I know for many of you, you have huge goals that you truly want to achieve. And many times we get further and further away from achieving those goals because hopefully they're not easy. Hopefully what you truly want, those big things, they might stretch you. And one of the really great ways to keep track of your goals is to have a goal notebook or a goal journal. So for example, if you're watching on YouTube, by the way, if you didn't know, the podcast is also on YouTube. So if you want to see me at my desk and have a different experience in a podcast, check out the YouTube channel, The Bold Goal Crushers. But anyway, I digress. Uh, So I have my notebook right here, which also I publish. And I keep track of all my goals. I keep a different notebook for each of my big, bold goals. And I use it as a way to track not only my progress, to track my thoughts and my feelings, and to look back when that goal is accomplished and see how the journey was. Because many times we achieve the goal and we're like, on to the next thing, and we don't take time to celebrate. So I encourage you to start keeping a goal journal. It doesn't need to be paper for those of you who like to do it electronically. It can be a Google Doc, anything like that. But getting started is the probably the most difficult part of it. So hopefully you've already purchased whatever you're going to use or set it up. And I encourage you to take some time to do that. The number one reason people don't achieve their goals is they have pages and pages and pages of to-dos, but they don't have pages and pages and a documented system for tracking their goals. So it's pretty easy to start becoming a journaler. It's hard to stay consistent. So the decision to journal is actually like, easier than actually getting going, but there's no right or wrong way to journal. So once you begin, you can shift your style. If you're like, this doesn't work for me, or I don't like this, or I'd rather just keep a note on my phone, or maybe I want an audio message. That's totally fine. You can abandon your style and start over for another one with another one that makes sense to you. So here are some things to think about before you start a journal. How do you want to express yourself in the journal? Are you going to just stream of consciousness? I think it's called. Yeah. Are you just going to write whatever comes to mind? Are you going to use journaling prompts? Are you going to be casual? Are you going to be formal? Are you going to use humor? Are you going to be funny? There's so many different ways that you can journal. I have a a client who does all sarcastic in the journal. And it's so funny when she reads some things back to me. So I also want you to be realistic and think about how much time you have to spend journaling. 
it's really beneficial to set a time or add it into a routine. So part of your morning routine, part of your evening routine. And we've talked a lot about midday routines. That's also a good time to maybe take a break from all the things coming at you and sitting down and journaling for five to 10 minutes. It's easier if you have a designated place to journal. So think about that. Where do you want to journal? Is it a comfy chair in your living room? Is it in your bedroom, on your bed? Is it maybe because you have kids locked in your bathroom for five minutes? I even have a client who who I'm a big, I like to take baths, maybe TMI, but I'm a, I like to take baths. But she has like a wooden tray that sits over her bathtub and she journals in her bathtub. So wherever it is, it's very helpful if you get in the mood and have a designated place for journaling. I mean, you might even try it in your closet if you're trying to hide from your kids as well. I mean, lots of people podcast in their closet. I'm not podcasting in my closet, but great sound. And I want you to think about Is there an activity that you love that maybe can get you in the mood for journaling? So maybe it's that long walk with your dog where you're really thinking about things that you can do an audio journal, or maybe it's yoga or meditation where after you're finished with that, you can write. Creating it into your daily routine will be the most helpful. And then, you know, we're all about goals around here. So I want you to think about what is my goal? in creating this journal. Now we're talking about journaling for the purposes of achieving goals. So I think the goal really is individual, but I might give you some suggestions. So for example, your goal may be to document the process so that you can teach others in the future. Your goal may be to journal so that you are able to continue to keep that goal alive. Your goal may be for the journal that you are going to teach your kids that it's good to do hard things. Or maybe it's just to vent and get out all your frustrations as you're on the goal journey. But really think about what that goal is. And answering those questions may help you choose the best best method, time frame to begin, where to do it, and to help you be consistent. So now all you need to do is pick the method and time frame that suits you and begin. So think about these things when making your decision. So tools matter. You know, if I have this pen here, if you're watching on YouTube, I don't really like it. It's like my junk pen, but I have this really fancy pen. And for those of you who listening are listening, it's like got gems in it. It's like one of my favorite things. This pen writes really well, and I can write really quickly with it. This pen, frequently, no. So I like this pen too. I have a couple of pens here. So find a tool, a pen, if you're going to write, that is smooth and effortless to use. So if you love a notebook that lies flat, get a notebook that lies flat. Or get a bound book and train the train the, what is that called? The seam, train the book. Uh, If you don't know how to do that, you can find that on YouTube. (laughs) But if you're using an electronic notebook, make sure that it's in a place or it's something that you can shut down everything else so that that way you're not like getting notifications and pop-ups while you're trying to journal. So be on the lookout for your tools that make 
journaling fun and help you spend your time well. Because if you're constantly distracted, it will take you much longer to actually get your thoughts out of your head and onto paper or device. So time is key. We all know we're always talking about time, but I want you to find a place where you, a place and time where you have some peace and quiet and you are fully charged to do your journaling. So this may be for some of you before your family wakes up, it may be locked in the closet or whatever. And sometimes I've had people say they journal in their car between activities. So it's really nice if you have this size, like this half sheet of paper size journal, where you could toss this in your purse and pull it out. So definitely think about that when you are journaling and make sure that you are able to build that into the routine. That's the biggest key. The next one is spatial awareness. So Time may be a commodity, (laughs) but there's always ways to increase your productivity with journaling. So you want to reduce those distractions, those unnecessary noises, turn off the radio, television, close your door. Now, you may want to play some meditation music or, you know, some rivers or rain that might help you really let go of all the things that are going on in your mind. Or it could be going outside and walking with your dog or listening to some nature sounds and uh, then recording an audio message. Remember, this is truly about what is going to work for you, but you do want to limit the number of people in your personal space and distractions so that you truly are able to focus on your goals and what you are going to write about your goals. Now, I think it's super important that you do what comes naturally. So the best way to begin journaling is by doing what already comes naturally. So if you love to write, get to it. If you're a list maker, make a list in your journal. Start listing out your your thoughts and accomplishments. Now, this isn't your to-dos in your goal journal. I mean, although it could be in your goal planner, but make them in nice, neat rows. Think about those things. If you're a talker, and a runner, consider an audio journal. We've talked about that. Maybe you can dedicate it, dedicate it to your dog or your, some people walk their cats, but dedicate a few minutes in your exercise routine so that you can get that audio journal out. And here's really why. Anytime there is a solid why to what you do, you are more likely to stick to it. So have a why, know why you're journaling. That's very important to think about why you're journaling and how you're going to do it. If you're trying to achieve a big goal, knowing what that goal is and creating some prompts around that goal will help you to move forward on the goal. So starting to journal isn't difficult, actually. Making the decision to start journaling isn't difficult, but actually incorporating it into your life and being consistent with it is something you will need to commit to. And how you do that is by ensuring that you have a strong why, you have the right tools, and you're creating that time and space so you're able to do that. So we all know that life does get in the way and sometimes it's overwhelming, emotions run high if you have a lot going on, and 
especially when you're working on a big, bold goal, sometimes that problem feels unsolvable. So one of the best tools is to use journal, a journal to get through that. So as you now step out into your journey, let's make sure that you understand why you're journaling. It allows you to give voice to your feelings. So it's a judgment-free activity. So you shouldn't be judging yourself in the journal. Uh, They are there to receive information, unlike, you know, maybe your friends or family who receives the information and then offers that unsolicited advice where it's like, oh, that's a great goal, but that'll never happen. Are you planning on winning the lottery? Stuff like that. So a journal doesn't meddle. It doesn't judge. And it just simply provides that safe space for you to process what is going on on your goal journey. So whether it's good, bad, socially inappropriate, it's an excellent way to truly get free from yourself and the burdens of others. Now, a journal can also help you work your mind so that your mind can then help solve problems. So studies do show that our minds are designed to solve problems. Have you ever like gone to sleep and like woken up and had the solution? I've had that. So our psyche wants to figure out how you can do whatever needs to be done. And this is how innovation and technology have changed the world by helping us solve problems. So the best way to solve a problem is to work at it. So those big goals that you are trying to accomplish when we just think about them, but we don't work towards them, our mind will stop trying to solve those problems. So that's why journaling for goal purposes is so important because your mind will then start to try and work it out. Kind of like that Rubik's Cube. So imagine like your mind twisting and turning those colors. I'm always amazed where it's like one color hanging out and then they just figure that out. It's very interesting. But your mind is like that. There it's twisting and turning those colors until you until it gets the pattern that unlocks the door and fixes the dilemma. So when you have these goals where maybe you're not moving forward on because they're so big or they're difficult, your mind can continue to work on them if you journal about them and put it out there. It also helps, journaling also helps you define your next steps. So as you start to express yourself in your journal, your mind will release that dopamine that starts to feel calm and competent and ideas will start to form as to what the next steps are. And all of a sudden you'll kind of have an epiphany and be like, oh, I need to do that. Changes your game. So there is something magical about releasing the chaos and confusion in a journal, especially when it's goal related. Like, why didn't I work on this this week? What was exciting when I worked on this week? So consider using some prompts for yourself. Allow yourself to work through those issues by journaling and experience the satisfaction of solving your problems. That's what's really cool is that your mind will get to work even when you maybe are stuck. So I encourage you, get your tool, figure out what it is, figure out when you're going to journal, how you're going to journal. Is it through prompts, free form, bullet journaling, all those things. And then really set aside that time to do it. 
and think about how you are going to unlock your mind. So it is working for you on these things, even when you may not be able to see the path to the answer. All right, bold goal crushers, it's time to get out there, get your journals, and let's get started because you can crush your goals and all things that get in the way. It's time to get going. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community. So feel free to text the word GOAL to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word GOAL. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.